Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Chad Eckes, CIO at Wake Forest Baptist Health. In this segment, Eckes talks about the benefits of a non-alliance partnership, how going really big bang challenged his organization, and what's next on the EPIC roadmap. Hi, Chad. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. Thanks, Kate. So to get us started, um, can you talk a little bit about Wake Forest Baptist Health, um, you know, what you have in terms of hospitals, bed size, uh, the School of Medicine, things like that? Certainly. Wake Forest uh, Baptist is a, a large, complex academic medical center. It is a fully integrated health system uh, that includes the uh, College of Medicine, a very reputable uh, college in uh, in uh, Wake Forest uh, Baptist, and it is uh, associated with Wake Forest University. We also have a large medical center that includes uh, well over a, a thousand beds. We are we have an anchor site in our uh, university hospital, uh, right uh, in the heart of Winston Salem. And, uh, and then multiple community hospitals in Lexington and uh, Davie. And then we also have, uh, have a number, a large number of clinics. So we have uh, approximately, eight, well, 87 different locations in, uh, in terms of clinic access, constantly growing, 11 uh, emergency rooms uh, on an annual basis. We do, in terms of outpatient visits, you know, just shy of a 1.1 million outpatient visits. Uh, in terms of inpatients, uh, we have uh, about uh, 36 to 37,000 uh, uh, discharges. And in terms of emergency room visits, we're, uh, we do about 105,000 uh, annually there. The, uh, the system also is uh, unique in that we have this group called uh, Wake Forest Innovations, which is really a third arm to the, uh, to the organization. And that includes uh, highly entrepreneurial uh, public health science type activities where we'll actually take our innovations from a research standpoint and market them uh, to the to the external world, uh, so it uh, allows uh, a lot of creativity uh, amongst the organization here. The uh, the system as a whole also uh, is part owner of a clinically integrated network, uh, so uh, really pushing the envelope from a what we call the world one fee for service world to a world two, uh, where uh, the provider is sharing in the, uh, the risk uh, uh, with the payer. Uh, so th uh, that is, uh, is fairly new to the, to the enterprise. And then uh, we are also a partner in, uh, in the MedCost, uh, you know, local uh, TPA. Okay. So not much going on with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no. no. Oh, wow. So there's, uh, yeah, obviously a, a lot there. And um, I want to get into some more of that in, in a little bit, but um, first I wanted to uh, ask about um, the recent announcement just came out about uh, you know, the uh, non-ownership alliance with um, Wake Med and Viden, and just kind of ask about you know, what the goal is there, what, what, uh, 
what, what the organizations hope to achieve. Yeah, it's a very exciting announcement that we've been working on for a uh, better part of six months. And uh, it really comes back to what we're seeing in this industry with, uh, with the large changes that are occurring with accountable care and you know, some of the declining reimbursements. I think the entire industry is uh, getting squeezed, and as a result, people are needing to get creative. Um, you know, the, you know, my prediction for quite some time is that, you know, starting in 2014, we were going to start seeing some uh, rapid changes on the uh, mergers and acquisition front and also the creation of networks. And uh, I feel that, you know, unless if you're talking about the very large healthcare enterprises, most companies would pick one of uh, one path or the other. And you know, here at uh, at Wake Forest Baptist, uh, we uh, we chose the network front. Um, it's a opportunity for us to improve quality while either maintaining costs or uh, maybe even uh, reducing costs in some uh, in some cases. So over the last six months, there's been the you know multiple meetings of the senior leaders. Uh, brainstorming and coming up with a targeted list of opportunities where we could come together and uh, and achieve these goals. And you know, in the IT area, for example, uh, there's some uh, there's some low hanging fruit that uh, the three entities uh, see as opportunities. You know, things like managed print programs that uh, that we could share. Uh, centralization of disaster recovery environments. You know, right now, all three enterprises have uh, two data centers each, and you know, though we each have our data centers, in, uh, both data centers in the same city, uh, so that uh, you know we have a risk of you know a tornado coming through or a hurricane coming through and wiping out uh, the hospital system's uh, redundancy in terms of data centers by merging together uh, a, onto a common DR data center, we could place that uh, center in a location that uh, you know, offers protection for all three sites and collapses the cost of having uh, those individual three footprints uh, right. across the board. And you know, what we're looking for there, it, it's basically co-location of the data center. So you know, we wouldn't exist on one system but we we would achieve the efficiency and you know the environmental aspects of uh, of a data center. We wouldn't have to you know buy extra cooling and power and UPS support and the like. Right. And is the goal to, to enable um, you know having that common data center to be able to do to, to work with each other's data uh, you know down the line do things like uh, analytics. Uh, that is one of the work streams that we would like to bring together, uh, and you know the we uh, we exist in an environment where we're complementary to one uh, one another. Our uh, if you drew a, a circle around our uh, patient impact, uh, they have very little overlap. So the, the partnership here actually works out very well, and uh, from an analytics standpoint. Uh, it's even uh, better. So, you know, we could run in a de-identified state and look at, uh, at 
trend, population health management trend across all three, uh, you know, integrated areas. Right. Now, as far as um, you know, the organizations that that you're aligning with, um, what is it that uh, that made you choose them? Like, what what were you looking for in uh, partner organizations? To be quite honest, uh, those discussions had already started uh, before my arrival at Wake Forest, so I don't specifically uh, know the answer to uh, to that question. Um, I will uh, share my experiences, though, over the last six months, and the leadership has been uh, very uh, aligned in terms of goals and, uh, you know, the the concepts that would be integrated in, the guiding principles that would be integrated in from this partnership. So I think there's, you know, the, the like-minded nature of the teams plays a part because, you know, these are these are complex relationships to pull together and without that that key aspect, uh, I think there, uh, you know, the chances of success in getting to this point would have been far less. Uh, so the, I, I would uh, mention that number two is uh, these all three organizations really put a stake in the ground and said, you know, number one, we're focused on quality uh, first and foremost and what this could do to imp- uh, improve quality. And then uh, our second goal was, you know, where can we reduce expenses, uh, you know, wherever possible. Right. It certainly seems like a, a model that makes sense, which is why you know, we're seeing more of these pop up because you have that ability to, to share, you know, the, the back office type of functions, but but uh, can still remain independent. It it does make sense in a lot of ways, and I'll tell you one of the things that um, that we're finding very beneficial amongst uh, amongst our groups is the fact that we're all based on. Uh, the same electronic health record system. So we're all we have broad epic rollouts in uh, in all three entities, and uh, we're aligning to make sure that our versions are all the the same and the like. But we believe that gives us an advantage in this case, so uh, that we can do more information sharing. We can do more best practice sharing. Uh, and and not have to traverse the gap of different systems. Right. So you have um, Epic in the hospitals and in the clinics as well. Correct. Yes. Um, we have a, a very large rollout uh, here. In fact, when we when we launched Epic, uh, we went big bang uh, across about half of our specialties. So it's uh, 59 specialties that uh, went big bang both on the ambulatory front, the uh, inpatient front, uh, the special, uh, you know, specialty modules, and revenue cycle all at once. I can imagine that that's an easy thing to do when talking about that, that kind of scope. Yes, it was, a, it was a big challenge for the enterprise. Uh, this, they went live in uh, 2012 on it, uh, so well before my time uh, since my arrival here, we have we've done an upgrade from uh, the 2010 version to, uh, to 2012, and uh, we also converted uh, one of our uh, last community hospitals to bring uh, over onto the platform. Okay, 
And now, uh, at this point, is the focus on, uh, you know, optimizing the system uh, as it is pretty much, uh, you know, rolled out where, where it needs to be? Uh, yes. We have a, a couple very key focuses uh, around our EPIC environment this year. One is to optimize our uh, revenue cycle management processes. Uh, Number two is to complete our rollout of Beaker. So we have some uh, limited ancillary functions that uh, that are remaining on our Epic roadmap. Uh, Beaker is our is the lab portion, and we we've rolled that so far rolled that out in our community hospitals. But uh, we need to convert our uh, university hospital main campus yet, okay. and uh, and then we're moving. Um, uh, to Cupid on our cardiology front. Uh, so we're really to the end of all the different modules that we're, that we're rolling out. Um, and also now starting in 2000, or in October, we're going to roll up, uh, do the upgrade to 2014, which will go live in April. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, Visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.